0: construction a good omen's voice portfic written by summer of spock and read by skye
1: simaru
0: and chub chapter eight crowley didn't know exactly how it happened one minute he was calling contractors and getting estimates and the next aziraphale was bullying him into the cab of his truck and saying something about short holidays and how Crawley must see the coast before he let work take over again that was how he ended up vaguely dazed on a three-hour car ride with an overnight bag tucked by his feet trying not to think about waking up on that very bench seat two days prior tucked against the zero-fail side he'd been overwarm and his tongue had been cottony there had been an awful crick in his neck and yet he had been happy chipper as always aziraphale didn't even act like falling asleep together in the cab of a truck was weird he just took them to a purportedly famous doughnut shop bought coffee and pastries and then they were on their way back to pine grove and now the beach apparently Aziraphale seemed hell-bent on getting him to see everything within reasonable driving distance. If three hours could be considered reasonable. Rowley had his doubts.
2: There are so many wonderful things, but first, the cheese factory,
0: Aziraphale said, glancing at him and flashing him a playful grin. The Tillamook Cheese Factory was... Exactly what it sounded like. A strange cheese museum built around the factory itself, with a bustling shop and cafe on the ground floor, and an informational tour on the second. They stood on the second level, staring through the glass out over the factory floor as block after block of cheddar was cut and wrapped and sent down the line.
2: It really is marvelous cheese.
0: Aziraphale said in a low voice as he leaned closer to Crowley, as if the cheese were a secret. Crowley caught a whiff of his beard oil, a piney scent that was starting to infuse everything in his life and made his stomach curl up with want when he even so much as detected a molecule of it in the air.
1: I'll trust your judgment on that,
0: Crowley said wryly, and xerophil glared back all crowley's words got him was a bag full of several types of cheese and xerophil declaring that they could have a nice cheese plate some day soon and crowley would eat his hat and then some when crowley caught xerophil eyeing the line for ice cream he elbowed him and said come on
1: my treat if the cheese is good I imagine the ice cream is, too.
0: Aziraphir fucking beamed at him as they got in line. He did look lovely. He was wearing a yellow and blue plaid tucked into his jeans, braces showing off the glory that was his broad and beautiful shoulders. Crowley had been valiantly trying not to be caught staring, but it did result in him being distracted enough to order the flavor of the day in a waffle cone, which was far too much ice-cream and also maple-flavored. Despite his trepidation, it was actually very good. It turned out the Oregon coast was chilly in the spring, slightly overcast with a strong breeze. When they went outside to finish their corns, The wind tossed Aziraphil's curls about, and he laughed, trying to keep them out of his chocolate ice cream. The sight only made Crowley drool a little, and he could blame it on the ice cream anyway. Excess saliva production due to the milk, or something. Mm, how is your maple? Aziraphil asked, a few flecks of cream in the bristles of his moustache.
1: Mm. "'Better than I thought,'
0: Crowley said before biting into the ice cream "'as they wandered toward the car. "'Azirafir scoffed. "'You
2: would chew on your ice cream. "'It's supposed to be licked,'
0: he said without a hint of irony. "'The rush of blood to Crowley's head had nothing to do with brain freeze. "'As they drove down the highway,' crowley began to see why aziraphale had been so insistent about a trip the place was beautiful the craggy rocks and wind-blown pines had a sort of gorgeous melancholy that made crowley want to sit and close his eyes while listening to the waves aziraphale seemed to notice his descent into contemplation and stayed quiet turning the radio on low as Crowley watched the bays and inlets pass. It was similar to some of the beaches in the UK, rugged and tree-lined. Otherwise, it felt entirely different.
1: Ah, <sighs> this is really nice,
0: Crowley said when they pulled off into a lookout. Aziraphale smiled, the wind rivalling through his curls, ruining the way he normally pushed his hair back from his face it was wild and gorgeous and crowley smiled back ziraphale's grin widened and he elbowed crowley playfully
2: i knew you could smile
0: i crowley protested i smile all the time ziraphale scoffed
2: (laughs) i wouldn't call your smirks smiling
0: (laughs) Crowley harumphed as the wind picked up, causing him to shiver. He was wearing his heavier coat, but he still had to cross his arms over his chest to stay warm. Aziraphae patted him on the shoulder.
2: (laughs) Come on, let's go. A few more places to see before we get to the motel.
0: Crowley's heart might have been galloping in his chest and his stomach might have been doing a bit of gymnastics, but deep down he knew it would be a good day. Aziraphale was his friend. How strange. He was going to have a nice day with his friend, because, against all odds and Crowley's general terribleness, Aziraphale had decided they were friends. Maybe there was a little luck in the world for Anthony Crowley. They finally pulled off the highway at a place a 0 called Pacific City, a flat stretch of houses and shops between two rising, forested mountains where the highway disappeared into the trees. The sun was out in full force when they hopped out of Aziraphale's truck. The little parking lot beside the beach was half full, people coming and going, families and couples laughing as they packed up their cars. A young man in a wetsuit was buckling a surfboard to the top of his car, and Crowley looked at Aziraphale. People surf here.
2: (laughs) Occasionally i'm afraid i'm not quite brave enough come on let's go get lunch
0: Aziraphil wrapped a hand around crowley's wrist blunt fingers circling the hem of his carhart jacket his pulse jumped under the contact but he was fairly certain he managed to keep his face impassive it was rounding noon and now that Aziraphil had mentioned it crowley was hungry there was a brewery right off the parking lot that led to the beach it looked out over the ocean where a large rock rose out of the water it was impossible to tell how big it was at this distance and crowley couldn't tear his eyes from it
2: quite the sight isn't it
0: aziraphale said after he ordered starters and a flight of the brewery's offerings Crowley was beginning to think every restaurant in Oregon was its own brewery. Do people swim out to it? Crowley asked, finally turning back to Aziraphale. Oh, all the time.
2: I hear it's rather dangerous, but of course, some people do chase that thrill.
0: Aziraphale observed. He smiled at the server as they sat down a wheel filled with little glasses of beer.
2: Thank you
1: very much.
0: Crowley peered at the varying colours of the beers.
1: I feel like I'm being forced to like craft beer.
0: Is that what it's like here?
2: Definitely.
0: <laughs> Aziraphale sat happily sipping at something with a mahogany tint. He wrinkled his nose slightly and held out the glass to Crowley.
2: Mm, this is a bit wheaty for my taste but you like that
0: don't you Crowley sighed and resigned himself to drinking far too much and probably having a good time while he was at it if a little liquid courage allowed him to bask in the way the lights set off the grey and azirafield's blonde curls then that was all the better no harm in a little basking probably They were both tipsy when they ended up at the base of the large dune that overshadowed the beach. "'We're going to climb it,' Aziraphale said, pulling off his flannel and tying it around his waist. Beneath he wore one of his white short sleeve undershirts that made Crowley's hearts go wild. Crowley allowed himself one long, lingering glance before focusing on the dune.
1: "'I feel like I wouldn't want to do
0: that sober,' he replied as he tipped his head back to look up at the steep incline. There was a handful of teenagers fumbling their way up, and Crowley winced as one took a tumble and fell down the dune a few metres. "'Besides, I'm not wearing the shoes for it.' Aziraphale huffed and rolled his eyes. Ugh.
2: "'Take off the boots, my dear. It's better barefoot. "'We don't have to go all the way up, but it's tradition. "'You come to Pacific City, you climb the dune.'"
0: grumbling the whole way through, Crowley removed his boots and socks and let Ziraphale hurt him into hiding them by a large piece of driftwood by the seagrass.
1: "'I'm going to die.'" "'My legs are going to give out,
0: and it'll be your fault,' Crowley said darkly, as he followed behind Aziraphale, feet dragging in the sand. It was sort of nice, feeling the grains of sand against his feet, cool and slightly damp. The prospect of climbing a mountain was distinctly less nice.'
2: I promise I'll carry you down if you happen to faint,
0: Aziraphil said, clearly teasing if the smirk he was shooting Crowley was anything to go by.
1: (laughs) I'd give you the same guarantee, but I think my arms might break.
0: Crowley could already feel a slight strain in his hips from the incline. He was definitely going to fall down at some point, maybe after when his legs turned to jelly. Uh, is that a shot at my weight? Aziraphale said, a very small, dark threat, underscoring the words. That wasn't good. Was Xerophile self-conscious about his size? Choosing not to press it, Crowley snorted to lighten the mood. <laughs>
1: Hardly. A shot at my noodle
0: arms. Have you seen them?
1: Barely able to lift a milk jug, me. If you collapse, I'll roll you down the hill, best I can offer.
0: Azirophil shook his head and laughed.
2: (laughs) Very kind of you, but I think I'll be all
0: right. They worked their way up to the dune in silence, and Crowley pondered that exchange between increasingly difficult breaths of exertion. He could hardly believe Aziraphil was anxious about anything, let alone his appearance. He seemed so confident, all the time. Though, when he thought about it, Crowley supposed even someone as beautiful as Aziraphil probably had things he might want to change about himself. It might not be the laundry list that Crowley had, but maybe there was something. Maybe Aziraphil was more like him than he dared to believe. A little insecure under all these specific smiles. Crowley decided not to think about it too much. If he did, he'd probably end up saying something to Aziraphil about how pretty Crowley thought he was which wouldn't go over well, even if it was in an attempt to soothe any ruffled feathers.
2: (sighs) fuck,
0: Rowley grunted when they were maybe a third of the way up the hill. Aziraphale paused in his steady climb and turned back to look at him.
2: I can't go on. I'm dead. Talkative for a corpse,
0: Aziraphale retorted. Crowley fell onto his ass and sucked in deep breaths. He was probably getting sand in his jeans, but fuck he needed to sit down. Maybe it would be a good exercise in exfoliation. He'd never exfoliated his ass before.
1: (sighs) Leave me to
0: die. Crowley moaned and dropped back until he was laying on the dune. "'staring at the sun, which he was sure was laughing at him. "'Any tipsiness had left him long ago. "'Aziraphale dropped down beside him, very much laughing at him. Rowley glared, but that didn't stop him. (laughs)
2: "'We can go down over there. "'Not as good of a view as the top of the dune, but decent,'
0: Aziraphale said pointing to an outcropping of rock closer to the sea and a few meters down the dune. Crowley groaned again.
2: Uh, very dramatic.
0: Aziraphil said, clucking his tongue. He stood and helped Crowley to his feet. The track down the dune to the outlook wasn't as bad as the slog up crowley sat on a rock and looked out over the sea it was a nice view they could see the waves below them crashing into a cave far to their right washing up over the beach below and over tide pools crowley cried why didn't you tell me there were tide pools zirafil looked at him perplexed i take it you like tide pools Crowley abruptly realized he was being weird, and clamped his mouth shut. He was flushed from climbing the dune, so at least his plush didn't show. Ah, maybe.
2: Well, these ones are nothing to write home about, but there may be a few good ones. Would you like to go down and see them?
0: Having already given himself away, Crowley nodded, and they made their way down the dune they left their shoes over by the driftwood and walked to the exposed rocks that held the tide-pools the stone was covered in barnacles and slime and the texture tickled crowley's feet making him laugh (laughs) aziraphale seemed less enthused by the tide-pools and stood on a far rock as crowley crouched by a deep pool and watched a tiny purple anemone open and close its tentacles with the waves. A little crab scuttled under a rock to the left. Aziraphale had been right. There wasn't much to see. Crowley liked it anyway. When he was finally done looking through all the pools, he hopped back to a Aziraphale. His toes were cold, and the bottom of his rolled-up trousers were slightly wet, but he didn't care. Aziraphale arched a brow at him as they went back into the sand to retrieve their shoes.
2: If I'd known you liked sea creatures this much, I would have planned for the aquarium.
0: Aziraphale said lightly as they walked back to the car. Maybe next time, Crowley said without thinking. It was a stupid thing to say but it earned him a brilliant smile anyway. After they washed off their feet and replaced their shoes, Azirafil drove them a bit further south, to where he said they'd stay the night. He'd insisted that they stay at the coast, saying that the sunset was worth it, and if they drove round-trip in one day, they'd hardly have time to enjoy it. Roly didn't argue. He was just happy as Zerophil wanted to spend more time with him, not that he said as much. The more time they spent together, the more Crowley liked him. He was kind and sweet, and sometimes utterly ruthless when he felt like Crowley deserved to be teased, which was often. It was unnerving to feel so so connected to someone he had met three weeks ago, but he couldn't deny it. Sometimes Aziraphale would touch his hand or his shoulder, and Crowley would think, Oh, maybe he is interested. But the moment would pass, and Crowley would berate himself for getting his hopes up. It was impossible. Aziraphil was confident and handsome, and if he wanted Crowley, he hardly seemed the sort to do nothing about it. They stopped at a convenience store so Aziraphil could buy things to make s'mores.
2: It's tradition, Crowley.
0: Before stopping off at the motel, it was a ramshackle little place, wind blown and salt worn. But the inside was clean. It was when they stepped into the room that Crowley froze. He had expected to share a room, but he'd also expected the room to have two beds. He dropped his back on the dresser and cleared his throat as a zebrafish fussed with his own back.
1: Uh, do you want me to sleep on the floor? Or.
0: Crowley trailed off. Not sure where to look, or what exactly to say. Aziraphale scoffed.
2: Please, if I were even interested in seducing you, I wouldn't use underhanded seduction tactics like forcing you to share a bed with me.
0: Right, of course. (laughs) Crowley laughed, and it sounded strained and high-pitched and weird. He needed to get away from Aziraphale. "'For five minutes. Take a deep breath.' "'I'm going to the loo,' he said quickly and rushed away, slamming the door behind him before collapsing on the edge of the bar. He dropped his head into his hands and sucked in a shuddering breath. <sighs> Bark. What had he expected?' He'd known better than to hope a Aziraphale was interested in someone like him. He was an awful person, mean and skinny and selfish, not worth a Aziraphale's time. He'd known that, but hearing it... If I were even interested in seducing you. Right. Rony sat up and swallowed around the lump in his throat. They were friends. Crowley wanted to be friends. He hadn't expected to come here and meet anyone he would like at all. But Aziraphale had been there, and he had been bright and kind, so Crowley had made a friend. He was allowed to be disappointed that that was all it was, friendship. He would get over these feelings and enjoy himself. He would taking a deep breath he stood and opened the door. So what's next on the itinerary? he asked with a grin he knew was absurdly false. Aziraphir gave him a strange look, but didn't hesitate. Building a fire, of course. So Crowley ended up on a blanket on the beach, watching Aziraphir put together a fire. The sun was setting across the ocean, and everything was orange and purple. And Crowley had to admit Azirophil had been right about the sunset. With a cracker, the newspaper Azirophil had stuffed among the logs caught fire. Sparks shot into the sky as the kindling caught, fizzling out in the cool air. Azirophil dropped next to him on the blanket and said,
2: So, on a scale of one to ten, how was the day?
0: Rowley hemmed and hawed in performative thoughtfulness, long enough that a 0 made a disgruntled noise.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. (sighs) Fine. I'd call it a solid seven. Only improved if it had been warmer, and maybe better tide pools. Fair enough.
0: Aziraphale said with a sharp nod. The fire was catching now, blocks going up as smoke was carried away with the wind. Crowley watched Aziraphale's profile fall deeper into shadow, happy with a silence until Aziraphale broke it.
2: You seemed upset for a moment back there.
0: Crowley turned to stare at the fire. The heat was beginning to warm his shins and he wriggled his toes in the cool sand.
1: Uh, "'Nah, it's just been a long day. "'I know I can be—I've been told I can be a bit aggressive in my
2: friendliness. "'If I've made you uncomfortable, or you need to make alternative arrangements, "'I'll certainly still work with you on the lodge.'
0: Shocked that Ziraphale could even think such a thing, Crowley bawled on him and said, uh, "'Of course not. What—why would you
1: even think that? You've been—you've been unbelievably helpful. I didn't exactly come out here to see the sights and make friends, but you're that—you
0: know, a friend.' The glanced up from the fire and smiled, eyes reflecting the light.
2: "'Good. I'm happy to hear that. Even when you go back to England—' It would be nice for us to stay in touch, don't you think?
0: Even through Crowley's earlier disappointment, he felt an acute rush of relief.
1: Yeah, that'd be nice. Maybe you could visit me one day. Maybe,
0: Azerothil said quietly, and before Crowley could ask after that particularly strange tone, Azerothil was poking the fire and declaring it time for treats as the fire burned down to a low heat crowley decided it wasn't worth feeling broken-hearted if he could watch zera fail eat burnt marshmallows and get chocolate stuck in his beard